everybody, welcome to War of the Worlds, the Newsified Game Show, or Gamified News Show, where we bring you the top tech topics. Uh, we got hot takes today from Oscar Raimundo from Macworld, and of course, John Phillips. What, who are you representing today, John? Uh, I will represent Greenbot. We have a question, because John's, of course, the EIC of uh, several brands, so he gets to pick which corner he wants to stand in today. It is Greenbot versus Macworld for your love and attention. So, uh, how, how was your guys' weekend? Good, good. A little rainy? Yeah. We're having some some storms in the San Francisco area, if you didn't know that. uh, But yeah, without further ado, let's get into it and uh, start talking about some stuff. So the first thing we want to talk about is uh, last week, Apple announced the iPhone 6S. They're going to start a battery replacement program for that 6S. Uh, A lot of users of the 6 reporting same issues as the 6S, but so far Apple has said and actually kind of directly said that they're not going to have a battery replacement uh, program. Oscar is the Macworld person. We're going to go to you first. Obviously, uh, top three things for Apple. You got physical uh, physical keys, you got uh, battery problems, and you have legacy support problems. So uh, you've got a little bit, two out of three in this one. Uh, what's your take on this? Does Apple owe their six customers new batteries? Uh, well, actually, I'm not only um, a Macworld writer, but I'm also personally affected by the 6S battery issues. Oh, wow. yeah. And when it first happened to me, my first instinct was, all right, like time to get a new iPhone. I you know, didn't expect Apple to... Um, come up with this battery replacement. Uh, so I think it's actually um, great that they've done this and I think they have to cap it at some point, right? Like the iPhone 6 is two and a half years old. I don't think that they could keep going back. You know, I was ready to like throw my iPhone 6S away mm. and now it's like a brand new battery. So, so I think we should be grateful. <laughs> this oh. is like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> grateful, but Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, I like that. Kinda. All right, let's go at 10,000 points for Oscar. I like <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome references. That's Those are my favorite. Uh, John, different perspective, maybe. I do. I have the, a, a contrary in re, uh, a viewpoint. Um, I don't think they have an obligation, but I think it would serve them well to go back to and, and uh, replace the batteries for the six owners. Uh, Apple is sitting on a pile of cash. And um, we were just talking about uh, one of our dear friends who flipped over from his iPhone to yeah. a, a Google Pixel. Um, and I don't think they're at any kind of big risk of, of lose of, you know, mass exodus. But like I said, they're sitting on a huge pile of cash. Uh, I can't imagine it affects that many uh, iPhone 6 users or else we would have heard a lot more about it. And I think just for um, building up good uh Trust equity. It's in. It's you know. It would behoove them to extend it to the six people as well. Interesting. Interesting. All right, I'm going to go ten thousand on that one too. To John, uh, anecdotally, just so our viewers know, we've had some reports from Mac uh, from from Genius Bars saying that they're actually getting overstocked on the iPhone six S batteries now because it's actually the six users that are coming to get mm. replaced, and the six S people have a venue to to have their replacements done that doesn't involve taking their inventory. So uh, you know, kind of getting overstocked on the six batteries now kind of interesting um so next bit of information or next piece of news uh reports came out last week that we as a world spent 900 billion hours on apps uh this year in one year so that's uh that's a staggering number uh to me i know i spend a lot of time looking at my phone but i was shocked to hear 900 billion that's almost an unfathomable number uh but certainly to you guys uh, what are the apps that you spend the most time on that you've contributed to that 900 billion dollars and then what are two apps that shouldn't exist that people shouldn't spend time on john we'll start with you okay um well i don't play games on my phone so i would have to say reddit is fun so that's my reddit reader of choice mm-hmm. slack for work um, certainly Twitter, 
and uh, one guilty uh, pleasure I have is the Daily Mail. I do read Politico and New York <laughs> Times, but if you want the most salacious news in the world, Daily Mail is it. Um, they're they're completely- just bumped out stars app as your uh, yeah. reader. <laughs> oh, I should check out stars uh, apps. No one should be using at all. Um, you know, I could pick a lot of stupid games or like the fart apps, but you know what? I'm going to go after the entire suite of Yahoo apps. Oh, nice! Because no one should be doing anything with Yahoo at this point in time. And also Facebook Messenger. I just barely oh. like Facebook, but Messenger is full of once you once you install that app, it's so full of damn beeps and bloops and notifications. <laughs> It drives me nuts. I have installed it and I've uninstalled it twice and I'm never going to be, I'm never going to be tricked again by Facebook. I'm in the same uh, messenger hate boat. So uh, as a show of solidarity, 25,000 points of job for that take. Thank you. Oscar, you got a lot of ground to make up, buddy. How are you going to suck up to me here? All right. I uh, talking about apps that I use a lot that I contributed to that hundreds of millions of um, hours, billions of hours. Um, I may be the only person in the world who reads Twitter moments. Shocking. But I can't remember like where I would go. Like my Facebook is so cluttered with crap mm, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't use a Google reader anymore. Um, I used to use Feedly, but that's gone. And now Twitter moments is sort of like my avenue to what is happening in the world, which is kind of, I sound like I'm sort of the spokesperson, but uh, <laughs> it is. And I would, I'm thinking like, what would I, how would I know what's going on in the world if it weren't for that? Yeah. Um, I mean, the daily mail's out there, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that. yeah. But they're not covering the women's march, are they? Uh, they, they probably did, <laughs> they actually. did, but you know, it was more like, um, you know, people are going after Taylor uh, Swift for not being at the women's march. So yeah. it's that kind of <laughs> yeah, story. Nice. Yeah. All right. So your two apps that, that shouldn't even exist, that people shouldn't be using. Okay, I'm going to do one app. All right. Um, And it's interesting because I think I use it, but I just can't think of how it can be like an entire company. It's Evernote, right? Evernote is just a note-taking app, right? Like that's all it is. Um, But they've sort of built this, you know, they're not, they haven't really gotten to expand in the way that, you know, I don't know, like any other, you know, productivity suites would would have expanded. So I just think it's kind of, you know, on its way down. Uh, and I don't think that it's really worth, you know, the privacy issues, the fact that you can only use it on two devices. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's really worth what it's giving you when there are so many native apps that do just as good. Sure. Oscar going after a big name there with Evernote. I like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I will say, I think Oscar, you are the spokesperson for Twitter moments in the sense that <laughs> Twitter, are, call me. you're the only person I've ever heard mention Twitter moments before. So that's, uh, that's good. <laughs> I, I need to check this out. You're in right. there. So all our viewers download Twitter moments and thank Oscar Raimundo for giving you yeah. that tip. All right. So the third piece here, uh, what, did we get points? Oh, sorry. Oscar gets points. I almost forgot Oscar's points. Let's go 15,000 for Oscar. We'll give you a little bit of a a little, little, uh, not enough sucking up in that one, but, uh, but I like it. So loser doesn't get any points. No, you got points. Oh, I got points. You got twenty five thousand oh, got... points. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so Sorry. long ago. I have yeah, around I like <laughs> yeah. Apologies. Uh, Oscar's <laughs> analysis was so uh, driving that it took yeah. Yeah, it took it all completely out of your head. I uh, gave us all amnesia. Uh, <laughs> moving along, uh, third one. Uh, Today, Vine, uh, I'm sorry, not today, but last week, Vine uh, completely shut down now uh, by Twitter. Uh, Twitter obviously hopes that Vine users will migrate to using their Vine camera button uh, within the Twitter app. But I know a lot of people feel as though Vine had its own community and that that community has kind of been 
you know, dissolved or at least attacked by Twitter's shutting it down and now, um, you know, leaving the archives uh, up, but they're no longer accessible to people to download their their uh, vines. Um, what what's your response to Twitter's move here, John? Uh, you know, we talk a lot about building companies and, and there's acquisitions and Twitter has Periscope for Live and all this other stuff. But, you know, community seems very important in the online uh, world these days. Uh, you know, what's your response, you think, to Twitter's decision? Here? Um, I thought it was. Well, uh, yeah, it was unusual because there's such there there's so there has been so much momentum behind creators using Vine mm-hmm. for uh, comedy sketches, and so it um you know th- those people they could use the the Vine camera um, function in Twitter now to do the same thing, but I think it's a it's I know Twitter is uh, facing growing pains. It's unusual to call it growing pains because they are sort of an old company by. Silicon Valley standards, but you know, they're, they haven't been able to monetize the way the world expects them to. So they're making some weird decisions. I think it's a weird decision. Uh, and I think you're just going to find all those creators go to Facebook, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, I'm sorry, not Facebook. Um, well, Facebook in, in, to the extent that it's Instagram. So they'll go to Instagram video and Mm -hmm. that's where they're, they're already there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. Could take 10,000 points to John. Oscar, what's your take? It's surprising, but I'm actually going to disagree with John. Uh, I actually think it's a good idea because I find myself, I think there are too many online communities, Mm -hmm. right? I think it's, you know, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Tumblr, this, that, Yahoo, whatever. Um, I think sort of the, the idea of making Vine uh, Twitter's answer to Boomerang, which mm. is Instagram's app for capturing like GIFs, is um, it's kind of smart. It makes it more of like a, a functionality app. Um, I just wish that there was a way that you could just see vines on your Twitter timeline yeah. because now it's you know so you know like they they're trying to get you to follow Vine creators on yeah. on Twitter so you can find them again. But I mean, the chances that you're gonna you know see a, a vine from somebody that you followed on Vine is almost you know, it's not going to happen. Um, so I think, you know, I would like to incorporate a tap kind of like Twitter moments. (laughs) I mentioned Twitter moments today, um, where you can just follow people who have posted minds. I think that'd be, that'd be useful. More useful. Yeah. Great take 15,000 points to Oscar. And also we know Oscar will not be back with us next week because Twitter is going to hire him after the show. Uh, it's the second time he's really picked out Twitter here. So uh, good luck. Oscar. I don't know if they could match the salary. Uh, they seem to be having some problems. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. I was trying to keep it light here too. You guys are digging into Twitter. Take them down. Uh, all right. Well, the next piece we've got here, uh, we, we go through five. We've, we're on to number four here and uh, Facebook has decided to kind of move at least implicitly away from, from, uh, the live content that they were sponsoring uh, in 2016, and now uh, looking at more original content, long form, and what they, I think, are, are referring to as uh, sort of premium programming, uh, similar to Netflix. And I think they're looking at content creators for doing original programming, much like Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu do now. Um, uh, my take on this is they're they're basically trying to become face flicks, and I don't know <laughs> that they really have the opportunity to do that because the the market's still crowded. But they certainly have a bankroll to do, to make some noise. Uh, you know, what do you think? Uh, first of all, pitch me the name of Facebook's new uh, you know ar- arena that they're going to be posting this original content in. And I already took face flicks, so I took the, <laughs> I took the good one. So they're all going to suck after that. Uh, and then give me your percent chance of Facebook becoming even the next crackle when it comes to original content, let alone Amazon or Netflix. And uh, Oscar, we'll start with you. 
Uh, sure. Okay. So the my the name that I just came up with is uh, FBO. Oh, is that a good one? Yeah. Facebook Originals. Yeah, Facebook All right. Originals. All right, I like nice. it. Yeah. Um, and the chance that they're gonna, you know, do something in this space. I mean. Five years ago, we would have asked that question about Amazon and everyone would have been like, oh my God, what are they going to do? I think it all depends on them getting a really good, um, you know, team of people that can spot really original, like great original content that's going to win Emmys and win Golden Globes so that they can go up there and, and Mark Zuckerberg can like, you know, be a producer and like, you know, just showcase all that stuff. Um, I think that would, the their chances of them doing that is, you know, will help them more than if they just sort of open it up to the floodgates and sort of have, you know, like user generated viral things. Um, so I don't know what way they're going to end up going, but I think if, you know, they decide to do the Amazon route, I think their chances of, you know, um, of succeeding is probably, I mean, they can kind of take over the world at this point. Right. So let's say 80%. And then I think if they do the user generated stuff, um, I don't know, like 5%. <laughs> well, Oscar has a clear direction for Facebook. Again, if you work for Facebook or Twitter and you want Oscar to come on as a consultant, uh, give him a call. Uh, he's definitely waiting for your calls. But uh, it's a good take, Oscar. 15,000 points over to Oscar. John, uh, let us have it here. Okay. Um, Facebook Theater. It's a okay. horrible name. I give Oscar. Terrible. Uh, I, I, <laughs> yep. I, give, I give me minus points. I give some points back to Oscar. Yep. yep. Yeah, but I, I, I could not think of a good one. Uh, I think the chances for success are are high. I'll I'll go a little bit higher than Oscar. I'll say eighty five percent. You know, there the there's just a general pool of of showrunners and people coming up with ideas. It doesn't matter if they're selling their their uh, their concept to ABC or HBO or AMC or FX is emerging or Amazon or Netflix. Like these are all content channels and they could, and if you're, if you have an idea for a show and you have talent, you could basically take it anywhere and you're going to be bargaining for who can give you the most creative control, who could pay you the most. Mm -hmm. And uh, Facebook certainly has the money to do this. Uh, They're starting up. So they, they have a lot of ambition um, and I think they have um, um, successful models in front of them with Amazon and Netflix. So I think the chances are really strong. And it's just a matter of bidding for those great ideas mm-hmm. and, you know, getting the jump on on uh, Amazon and Netflix for the next House of Cards or Orange is the New Black or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting that uh, Netflix just announced, actually, that they are taking Jerry Seinfeld's uh, comedians and cars yeah. with coffee and pulling it onto their network from crackle. So you're even seeing poaching now amongst these online original content networks. It's, it's definitely kind of a, you know, entering similar to the golden age of uh, expanded cable when sure. there were so many platforms and you know, that creators really had a lot of opportunity and there was a lot of market out there for, for content. So a uh, strong take again from John, go 15,000 points there. We shall be excited to see what Facebook comes up with. I, I think, but uh, uh, we'll have to see what the privacy requirements are for <laughs> clicking the accept button on Facebook theater, which I'm sure they're going to take your, your idea. <laughs> they're going to monetize that before it even premieres. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they've already put in for the trademark on Facebook theater. So. Theater. <laughs> and John will read the, uh, the intro for it. Too. Another episode. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, our last item tonight comes from, uh, or today comes from the, the big 10 network actually, mm-hmm. which I know you guys are probably huge uh, fans <laughs> of watching a lot of big 10 basketball and football in San Francisco, like you do. Um, but the, they made news, uh, 
recently because they're hosting a League of Legends tournament with $5,000 scholarships on the line. And that's $5,000 scholarships for each of the five team members for the winning team. Uh, the teams are going to be uh, taken from individual colleges. So it will be set up much like uh, March Madness is where it's college versus college in, in a deep field. I think they start at something large and will originally initially get to or eventually get to 64 teams and then start breaking down from there. But, you know, really interesting. Uh, you've got uh, ESPN now is broadcasting esports. You've got even Big Ten Network now sponsoring a tournament and broadcasting that tournament. You know, has esports really arrived? You know, is this are we on the the bleeding edge here of them becoming uh, a real presence in our broadcast world? Which you know we would normally think, okay, well that's crazy. You know, what's the market for it? But um, and will we see esports on a national broadcast channel, ABC, NBC, or CBS in the next two to five years? John, I'll start with you. Um, I'll, I'll answer the second question first. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if you watch morning broadcast TV, it can get pretty boring and pretty <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel. And so I think like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to find programming. Everyone's looking for programming. It's going to be esports, and they're going to run it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I don't think, uh, this is a signal that esports has arrived. I think it's already arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a huge industry behind it, and um, even though it's been sort of behind the uh, radar or below the radar, it's it it is growing and it's big. Um, so I mean, it's it depends on your definition of arrival, mm-hmm. but I think I think it's bit. I'm not interested in watching it uh, or really playing these games. Um, but I, I it's it's huge, and yeah, it's going to get more popular. Mm-hmm. We certainly see have seen a lot of the attendance at the live events but i guess my question is you know in in terms of broadcast television you know is it getting there you know are we going to see it in the same tier as you know, i guess what would be a second tier american sport like maybe soccer uh you know no dig on soccer Sorry, guys. i'm sure i'm gonna get a lot of hate mail for that one but um uh yeah as big as soccer Interesting. Big, bigger than darts and bowling Interesting. I like that. that is a bold that's a bold take from yeah. john i mean you do see darts and bowling on tv all the time so uh you know it's well, really- I, 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 americans don't care about soccer but but people but people who've moved uh to america from other countries do care about soccer yeah, right. so maybe i have a myopic view of of soccer but there actually are a lot of people who probably watch the soccer that I do not watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure some and of them are going to comment in the comments uh, under this video. I do so. not like soccer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a strong take, John. I like it. Uh, esports is here already, says John Phillips. You guys can write up that headline yourself. Uh, 20,000 points oh. to John for taking a strong stand. Oscar, bring it. Uh, well, I mean, I I agree in the in what John has said that it has arrived. Um, but I don't think it's ever going to be a thing where you watch, you know, like morning television and it's going to be people playing video games. I don't think it's ever going to get to that level. And I don't know why, but I think I can kind of compare it kind of to WWE mm. where you kind of mm-hmm. see, it's like a fringe thing, like under the radar, but there's a hundred million people who watch it. Right. Yeah. So it's like this big thing. It's like the, um, you know, it's kind of, it's like this huge thing, but it's, it just, it can't really get to the mainstream for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is because there's still a lot of money in traditional sports. Um, and I think it's going to be for, for esports to really take on this, like, you know, next level sort of thing. I think it needs to be emerging brands. Like it can't be ESPN sort of co-opting it and bringing it on board. It needs to be, there needs to be an ESPN for esports. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean mm-hmm. Twitch could probably be that, yeah. um, um, but I think that in in that way, it's still going to 
you know, it's here, but it's, you know, I don't know if it's going to get any bigger in terms of visibility. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, they, they do say the one thing that's DVR proof is live sports. So, yeah. you know, that, that value of a live entertainment proposition, right. regardless of whether it's an e-sport or a traditional sport, I think is, has some cachet yeah. with programmers for sure. Great take from Oscar to go 20,000 to Oscar as well. Uh, really good takes coming out today, guys. Thanks very much. We've gotten through five rounds. Uh, I don't actually know what the final scores are because I can't see them <laughs> on my monitor. I'm sure someone is ahead, but you know what? It may not matter because we are about to go to the final round. And the final round is going to be a different thing every episode. This episode, we're going to play a fun game called What Is It and When Was It Made? So we've got five <laughs> products here uh, oh, in my God. folder of okay. mystery. Okay. Uh, both of you guys will get about 10 seconds to look at the product, and then uh, we'll get takes from both of you guys on when, what the product is, and when when it was made oh, there man. are five uh, <laughs> five five things here and so it's going to be a winner takes all for the for the plot prize pool 20,000 bonus points on the line here okay. uh, for the person who gets it so we'll start uh, with number 1 uh, do, can I do I not wait I don't you guys both get it okay. get a second to look at it here okay okay and Oscar uh you don't have to answer yet okay do you have your answer though? No. <laughs> um, um, I mean, I'll, I'll think of an answer. Okay. All right. Are you going to tell us the answer? I'll tell you the yeah. answer. Yeah. Okay. But John, let's have your answer first. That is a Commodore computer. And I'm going to say 1984. Do we have a name for that computer? I'm looking for the name of the product, not the make. Don't no. have a name. Commodore 84. All right. What do we got here, Oscar? Um, that is the, uh, the, the Galileo three <laughs> XP four, uh, from 1982. All right, great. I think we're going to have to give John this one. It's the Commodore Amiga uh, ah. 1987. Ooh. And as shown this computer guy, $1,600. Damn. Um, Looks like a real uh, powerful machine, doesn't it? Looks like a bargain compared to a MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is number two. Okay. We'll start with Oscar first. Who's that man? Who's this person? We're identifying the product here, which is actually what's on the screen. Uh, oh. Person, so. Brutal. I was like, is that Eddie Renmain? Um, <laughs> Good casting, though, for uh, yeah. for future biography. Uh, That's all right. Hold your answer for a second. I'm going to okay. let John take a look. The product? <laughs> yep, the product being shown specifically on the screen. The the operating system? That would be the product, yes. Sure. All right, John, you can go ahead and take first crack at it this time. Um that's Windows 3.1. Okay. Oscar. Um, I would like to <laughs> file a complaint against ageism in this <laughs> round, but um uh, uh, uh that kind of looks like what uh an operating system would look like if Lisa Frank would design it. Interesting. All right. I like that answer though. Yeah, and answer. Uh, uh, John, do you have a year for this? Um, I should know this. Um, 87. I'll go with 85. 85. All right. This actually, I'm told, is Windows 1.0 from oh, 1985. Man. So, Oscar, you oh. actually take that one. Damn, nice. Lisa Frank and, uh, or Lisa Frank and Lisa 1985 Frank. Yeah. Gets, you, gets you the points there. So, it's one to one. All right, starting with Oscar here. Uh, yeah. Uh, Don't answer yet, remember. You, you got uh, your, your thoughts? 
Yeah, I got some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, we're gonna go to Oscar first on the. What was it called? Thing. What was it called? Uh, I know. Uh, I can't remember the name. All right, Oscar. Uh, the name of the product and then, and then the, the year. year it was released. Yep. Um, I'm going to guess uh, it's uh, Sony Music Match okay. uh, 2002. Interesting. Okay, John. It's the Microsoft uh, Music Player. And I'm getting, I can't remember the name, but I'm going to say, um, <laughs> I think we have a producer is laughing a lot in the background. <laughs> um, and it's the, oh, 2000. And 10. The Zune from That's Microsoft, it. and it's 2006. So give it to John. Two to one that so old. far. All right, Oscar, here Can we go. I remember the Zune. Start with this. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. You, yeah. got a, you got your idea? Yeah, I got an idea. Okay, John. <laughs> um, trying to get some identifying marks here. Okay. All right, John, go ahead. It's an iPhone. And uh, I'm going to say that was the first, so 2008. Oscar? Uh, I'm going to guess iPhone uh, 3GS uh, 2009. Ooh, going to be hard to say. It is the iPhone 1 from 2007, Uh, so I guess we'll give it to... Give it to we'll give it to John. Okay. Three to one to John. This is our last Sorry, round. Dude. Uh okay. Um, I think that's the one I owned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oscar, your first crack. Go ahead. I think it's the one I saw in a movie. Um <laughs> it's the Lisa Two. Uh the year nineteen eighty seven. Okay, it's the Apple 512 or Apple Plus, and I think that's a good year. I'm going to say, uh, I'll say 85. Okay, this is the original Apple Macintosh uh, from 1984, followed the Lisa 2, actually. So yeah, I knew it wasn't the Lisa 2. All right, we're going to give it to John. Oh the God. bonus pool goes to John. These are really tough. I'm not a computer historian. I, I yeah. But that was great to watch you guys struggle over it, because uh, <laughs> it was pr- pretty good, pretty good. So Twitter, call me, because I've just, I think I've just been laid off. <laughs> or, or Facebook, too. You know, we've got some good, uh, some good ideas over here. So, Adam, do we have some point totals to report? Uh, no, I keep point Great, fantastic. Let's just say I won. So we're gonna say Oscar. We're gonna say Oscar won by one thousand. If, no, no, no. What if the tally is okay? I'm pretty sure that. Pretty sure John took uh, it. Yeah. So we're gonna is it winner take all the last one. The winner. It is winner okay. take all. What? The final, then what's the point the of being here? I could have just shown up twenty minutes late and like no, no, still lost. No, no. The last round is winner take all, not the whole thing. You get uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just the, the final round. round is winner take all for twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. I approve of that. So okay. Yeah. So we'll give it to John. We're gonna say about thirty thousand points. But uh, thanks for watching again. Check out next week. War of the Worlds. We'll be back with the second episode. Uh, We'll be talking about the uh, biggest tech news from this week. uh, And hopefully people will be able to look at pictures and tell what they are a little bit better than they were (laughs) this week. Thanks for watching uh, for John Phillips for Greenbot and Oscar Raimundo for Macworld. I'm Tyler Larson. Thanks. We'll see you again.